book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Hi guys, happy Monday, <laughs> our tagline. Yeah. Um, this month we are talking about military kids and I think it's a good topic for us seeing as we have seven of them. <laughs> Soon to be eight, yep. Yeah, I we can't have believe that. a crap ton of kids. Um, but honestly, our kids do really good together. I feel like when we're together, it doesn't really feel like we have seven kids. Like, it well, really I think doesn't. it helps that the girls like separate and go yeah. do their own thing. Like, so we really only have to watch four currently because they like separate. Before, when the boys were babies, and then we had toddlers, and then we had five year olds, it was a it was a little overwhelming there for yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, I think it also helps. We got super lucky that our like our boys and girls are like the same ages so like our girls are older and then our boys are littler so they like get along with that like stage of life but that's not what we're talking about <laughs> we're just sharing our what is it like our background, tangents our background on the knowledge um but we're going to talk a little bit about um schools I feel like we have um school age kids now for what three years right uh yeah because pre-k kinder and first the yeah. four is yeah. that four it's a, yeah it's been a while yeah well, well well when they finish this year they'll have been like four four different grades so we were pretty lucky that they um they all got to go to school together for the first time and then um they got to do kinder no pre-k and a little bit of kinder seeing as covid shut it all right, down yeah um that was a nightmare in itself <laughs> Yeah, but if you survived um, homeschooling, like, well, that was that was like a traumatic memory. I feel like my brain is still blocking out. <laughs> well, like, I think it was because it wasn't like homeschool. They had so many like Google Meet here, Google Meet there, and I don't even know how to work Google. So yeah, like, school yeah. at home versus homeschool. It was it yeah, was exactly. And they had no idea what they were doing either, and so they were like, "Oh, we're like this doesn't work." And they're like, oh, well, then uh, just try text it to me. <laughs> try this. <laughs> like, that doesn't work either. <clears throat> but it was a mess. Like Felicia was saying, we do, we have so many kids and so many kids in school. And they actually kind of went through, like, they went through pre-K, kindergarten, and then mm-hmm. they PCS'd. And now, um, like, our kids started school on a military post. So they went to a Dodea school. And then when we moved, now they both go to schools off post so we're kind of like learning okay well there's some things that we liked that Dodea did and there's some things that we kind of like that um you know happens in the public school system and then we're like okay well we didn't like that Dodea did this and we didn't like this in the public school system so um while it sucks sometimes having to move them around it's kind of nice as a parent to be able to get these different uh, experiences because I would never have like if we would have never PCS my kid would still be in the same school and I would only know the Dodea school system I would never know oh well there's all these other things that you know my kid can be learning or um, that works better for her and things like that so I think it's kind of nice it gives you that um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like the, uh, the balance of like, so if we move again, uh, in which we will, I can be like, okay, I think I want to go back to Dodea schooling, or I think I want her to yeah. stay in a public school. So, you it's know, like the a... pros and cons versus exactly. Yes. Not, like no. you can weigh them, you can weigh them out. And I feel like that's always something that you see on the lives page. It's like, first of all, like what's the housing like? And then what's the schools like? Yeah. And so, um, well, I got to admit when I, when we were, you know, I think moving gets a little bit more scarier when you have kids, because for yeah. me, I'm like, I, for one, we were so blessed really and spoiled with her first school that like, at really another school thinking in comparison, you're like, man, it's going to suck. Yeah. But, um, you get just super nervous to be like, I want to make sure she's in a good school, you know, and she's not bullied or it's not a nice area of town and I don't know what there is and you know if there's one on base or if there's not and all of these questions you start along with everything else right like how you gonna make friends and all of this like goes thrown into there and it's like she has to spend so much of her time at school I just want something that she really likes and enjoys and don't have to like pull her from there and pull her from there so yeah we see a lot of questions that are people like concerned like you said on the lives page like oh I just want to make sure they go to a good school so we're going to kind of talk about like how our kids transition transitioned <laughs> and um, like what they did and what they didn't like. And I want I think our kids did pretty good overall, it, considering the way they came into school, because kinder was kind of they really only spent like six months in kinder. Yeah. Um, the, like the first semester of school um, and then COVID happened. So they really didn't have all that. So it was it was a pretty new thing for them, like a whole full day of school versus like half day with pre-K and a new state and a new like school and friends and everything. Yeah, definitely a whole new routine. And then, you know, another thing is the school that they went from was, it was a pretty big size school, but it was much more like modern. And what, and when Mm -hmm. we got here, my kids go to a very like, like rural school. (laughs) It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's a very small school. And, um, when we went to like open house, they're kind of like, um, like this is our school. It's (laughs) like, it doesn't look like the other school. And so it's kind of like, yeah, but you know, this is because we're not going to go to school on post. We're going to school off post. And, you know, so you're going to have to adjust to this new school. And, um, one thing I can say is if you are able to talk to like your kid's teacher, so before we left um, my daughter's other school. I was really worried about, she struggled with reading. So I was really worried about the time that we were moving because mm-hmm. technically North Carolina school year, she would have still had a couple months left of school. We left in April and then they get out of school in June um, versus we would got, we got our house like May 1st and the school got out like two weeks later. So it would have been silly for me to enroll her Um, But I was, I was so worried about like, uh, if she was going to be on the same reading level or, you know, how I didn't want her to get here and then do state testing and she'd be like behind. And then they like, remember how like flustered I was about that. So if you can talk with your teacher, um, it's really important to kind of like find out or maybe even like help ease your mind a little bit. It helped me, um, she told me that Dodea schools are usually, um, they have, they follow a completely different like curriculum than public schools. So 
depending on where you go, like your kid is always either going to be ahead or behind. Like it's rare that your child is ever going to be like, go to that new school and be like picked up right where they left off at their old school. So don't be like me and don't let it stress you out. Um, Honestly, like people say military kids are so resilient, but you would be surprised how like resilient they are and how quickly things click when they get into the classroom um and I was really worried about that and now my kid is like reading on the the grade level she's supposed to be reading on like I cried in her parent teacher conference a couple weeks ago because I was just so happy that she was she had it finally clicked and stuff like that but one thing to keep in mind during like the transition of a PCS and going to a new school is if you're going from public to Dodea or Dodea to public um there could be a little bit of a of a lapse there because they're on totally different curriculum since one is government based and one is public school based. So um yeah, that would I think be like my def- ultimate mom tip. <laughs> they definitely need like a I feel like they need even though they transitioned well, they still need that like grace period because when we came into school, um my daughter was failing. And I was so stressed about it. I was like, I don't know why she's failing. It's because we did COVID and all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I have two toddlers. So, like, to sit there and actually, like, educate her and spend time and, like, you know, all of these things. Like, I don't have the time for that when my three-year-old's, like, flushing toys down the toilet. Like, it it doesn't work out for me. And so, um, it took her a good probably semester, um, quarter to start seeing improvement in her grades and I talked to her teacher and I was like is this something I should be like everything's new and like you said some kids are ahead some kids are behind and she's trying to figure it all out and so her grades really reflect that and honestly when they move to a new school the first quarter is almost like non-existent really it doesn't it's like it doesn't really reflect what they do and what they do not know because they're just kind of see like where they are where they're at yeah especially after like summer break they're um you know refreshing their memory and it's kind of like that recap thing so she was like really there's no no worry about it like we can give her a little bit extra you know credit work or whatever to give her a little bit more to kind of catch up and work on especially the school she goes to now is way more advanced than we were ready for there's been plenty of times that I call my mom like is this normal for second grade yeah she'll like- send me like the spelling list and she'll be like what are your daughter because they're obviously in the same grade like what are her spelling words this week and so we'll compare and she's like can you believe this word for a second well, you gotta year? admit they're hard <laughs> yeah so totally you have to kind of I think giving them that grace period and we are very like school is very important to me. Like her grades and stuff are very important to me. And so even for myself to be like, okay, we're going to have this grace period. Like if we don't see improvement, then we have to kind of figure. Um, And another thing with transition is like being excited because I feel like they smell fear. (laughs) Like dogs do. Like if you are nervous in the least bit, like especially our girls, they grasp that like they like why are you so like sketchy like why yeah. are you, why are you doing that? Like, why are you crying like why they, are, they, why? they read the room very well yeah and so I feel like you have to be able to even if you're nervous um when we found out that the school that my daughter was zoned for I was uncomfortable with it I went like I started the enrollment process and being the paranoid mom that I am I like went and like scoped it out to see like the location and this and that and I was uncomfortable with it so I made the decision to pull like you know stop the enrollment process or whatever and find another 
um, that we were a little bit more comfortable with. And she was kind of confused at first because we were like, oh, this might be your school. You know, we're kind of checking it out. And then we're like, oh, no, we found this one and it's better. You know, like we kind of hyped it up and whatnot. So I think being excited because, you know, they're already nervous. Yeah friends knew and as, as our girls like friends they're still very nervous my daughter was very nervous and yeah. I was just like making a big deal out of it right like oh we're gonna show dad take pictures with dad look at your new hair like new backpack like all of these things and then when you pick them up the same thing like what did you think like how did you like it how was your teacher da, 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 da. um I think those few few things are huge in like helping them transition really well because as a parent, you just have a lot of fears. And if you mix that with theirs, I feel like you're just, you're headed into a bumpy road from the start. Yeah. One thing my oldest kind of struggled with this year was, you know, she went from going to school on post. So she knew that like, she's a very, very shy child. So she, um, she, it's not that she has a hard time making friends, but she has a hard time doing that. Like, she's like her mama, that initial, like, hi, my name is so-and-so and and do you want to sit with me at lunch or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel her pain on that because I hated the first day of school. Even if I had went to like the same school for a few years, I hated that. (laughs) You never know who's going to be in your class and things like that. But, you know, when we moved here, um, she went from going to a school that she went pre-K first and so she always knew like and the way their school was set their classrooms were set up yeah it didn't really matter like that she was with the same people she had been with from pre-k and you know if they hadn't moved or whatnot so coming here was a little nerve-wracking for her because it was like okay I'm totally the new kid um on the first day of school and also none of like she had to kind of find out what she had in common with them versus like when she was on post, it was like, well, I know like we're all military kids. Like I know Mm -hmm. we all live in the same neighborhood and it was just like her, an extension of her community that she was already in versus here. It was kind of like she leaves her community and goes to this like whole new world. Um, uh, honestly, it was my daughter's like probably first time of like a, a different culture because a lot of the people yeah. that she goes to school with are like, they're like out here in the, like on the farmlands kind of. So she's getting a different type of like culture and, and appreciation of things. And I'm really happy that she got like that experience. But at the same time, I realized how nerve-wracking it kind of was for her because it was just like so many different people in one school it's like some kids are military kids but some kids are you know they live on like out of the of the base and whatnot and it really hit her during a time that her dad had to leave and she was just cried in the car and she was like it's just I really need more military friends, uh, military kid friends, because they understand me better and stuff like that. And it hurt my heart to hear her say that, but at the same time, I kind of understood. Just thinking about that, <laughs> yeah, I kind of understood like where she was coming from because sometimes I even feel that way with like things that are going on in my life. I'm just like, I don't want to talk to my yeah. civilian friends about this. Like they don't understand. And so to know that my kid, like, and that's without any coaching, that was just her sitting in the backseat of the car. Like you can go listen to the TikTok audio of her saying this stuff. And, um, she was just voicing how she felt at the time. Like I I need a friend who 
understands what I'm going through. And, you know, her best friend lives on another base. They go to different schools. So this was her first year of kind of feeling alone. Like she has friends at school, but she just kind of felt alone, I think. And uh, so that's one thing that I really enjoy about going them going to school on post is because it's like an extension of their community it's like okay well like a safe zone because this way they they really realize how different our life is I don't think I I don't want to say like they're sheltered but you know they live on bases everywhere they go right we lived over there we lived over here like it's it's what they're used to and like you said there's always a lot of military kids but when it kind of like they're not oblivious to not everybody's in the military, but they're like, I, I don't think they really know. Like it's a whole different life like, yeah. outside of this. These kids like, I'll be like, what, 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 what? Like my daughter has a um, photo of her dad on her desk and people are like, why do you do that? And cause she's like, well, my dad's in the military and he's not here. Like it's like, you don't, you don't do this. Like yeah. <laughs> this isn't yeah. normal for you. You, like, know, you don't have a daddy that- doll. <laughs> I love though about my kids new school is um, they really try hard. So my kids have a special counselor that they're able to see that only sees the military kids. So Mm -hmm. when my girls are having like a hard day, like when dad leaves, um, usually I can either send an email and say, Hey, dad's leaving. Can you pull the girls um, and talk to them? And they have a special military counselor that pulls girls out and we'll talk to them and talk about their feelings and stuff like that and I really enjoyed that because I don't feel like and they might have had it at the Dodea school but maybe sometimes they oversee that where it's kind of like well we can't pull all these kids out because they all have military parents um so I really love that the school here um takes the time to really yeah that really love on them on those times because when he left um earlier in the year it was the first time he had to leave in a while and my girls took it really hard and that counselor really like would pull them out and talk to them about their feelings and they would you know come home feeling a little bit more optimistic about it or feeling better about it and I think it really helps them understand like okay like I I might be different than my peers and, and things like that and my life might be different but they're able to rationalize it a little bit better because I don't know about y'all, but my kids don't really listen to what I say. They're like, yeah, right, mom. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but if they hear it from, like, their auntie or their school teacher or their counselor, then it's like, no, Miss so-and-so said this, and this is the truth. This is So it's like, okay, I've been telling you that for years, kid, but all right. <laughs> At least you're listening now. You're grasping it now. But I think I think we're so quick to say, like, kids are resilient, resilient and we're like, they are. They really I, – I honestly think they handle – things a lot easier or better than other kids and not in like a proudful way just they're thrown so many more challenges in their life um yeah that probably have a little bit more coping mechanisms but they yeah it's kind of like whereas one thing might throw you for them it's like ah that's nothing (laughs) like yeah we're coming this one is a big deal you know and so for them to kind of you know not not even just like different community wises but like different aspects you know like Colorado is so so much different than North Carolina is very the much, people yes. the culture the you know the weather like we never had snow day over there and <laughs> he's been pulled out of school for snow days so it's something that 
I think it, it deserves a lot of grace. Like if you're having a hard time or if they're having a hard time, um, especially that like whole first semester, it deserves a lot of grace. It's a very, the same thing when you PCS, it's like a very big phase that you have to go through. And it's not going to be like, oh, one weekend, even if they like their school, like everything's fine and dandy, you know, yeah. my daughter still had some fear when she would go and be like, well, you know, I, I only met two people, you know, I only, it's been two weeks of school and I only know two names and I'm like, that's okay. Like you have two new friends, you know, and hype it up, you know, call your auntie and tell her. And, um, it kind of ex exciting them about the changes, I think really helps them to process it. Um, and it's really, it's kind of neat that they don't go to, the same school right now because when they do see each other they're like this is what we do at our school this way yeah <laughs> do you see yeah they're so school? excited versus like you know of course they are girls and so they have their little cat fights and things like that and now you know they it it's so it's so strange watching watching your kid get older like mm -hmm. we've watched these girls since they were in pre-k and it's like now they're about to be in the third grade and it almost makes me like want to cry because it's like wow like you don't believe anybody when they say how fast the time goes I got so sick of hearing that when I was pregnant with my oldest like oh really enjoy that time it goes so fast I'm like yeah right how fast could it really go and now here she just turned eight last week so I think like as long as you remember like how nerve-wracking it is for you going to a new duty station and things like that it's just as nerve-wracking for the kids mm -hmm. and then on top of it like we're not we always say like go out find a tribe meet a friend and, and we know how intimidating it is but like we have the control over that like oh uh, we can be like oh not today i'm not feeling it but <laughs> these kids have to get up and go to school and and on the days that they don't feel like it they have to go on the days that mom or dad left they still have to go and they're going to mm -hmm. have more hard days than good days sometimes when a parent has to be gone. And they, you want to just make sure that the, the school that they're going to, if you have the power over it, I mean, sometimes you're thrown into a district and you don't have the power mm -hmm. over like whether they get to go there or not. But I think it makes you feel a little bit better as a mom knowing like, okay, well, at least I know that they can go here and it will be a safe place for them. Or, you know, if they will just give it a, a safe place for them and you know that it's a like a good healthy environment for them and so it's nerve-wracking but at the same time it's rewarding and as long as like like Felicia has said before like you have to just express that to them like okay we're all trying new things as a family like this is a very big um, move for us all and we all have to do things that are out of our comfort level you know dad's gonna start a new job so that's kind of like starting a new school and mom has to make a new group of friends for us to hang out with so as long as you can like kind of show them like hey I know I'm I'm the parent and I'm not going to school but yeah. like me and dad are facing some of the same challenges too like dad has to go to a new job he's kind of like the first day of school all over and and things like that make it relatable to them so it doesn't feel so heavy on them because I can see being a kid being like yeah. Like, well, this is all on me. Like all the changes fall on me because they're not able to rationalize that. Like at one time we were kids too. We were the new kids in school at one time too. Or, you know, like we are, we feel the same anxieties that they feel. It's usually like more so than being like, you have no idea how I'm feeling. At least that's yeah. how it is with my overly dramatic eight-year-old. She, she doesn't think I was ever eight before and, <laughs> and, and realized that I, think I understand. Your, um... 
I think getting your teachers involved too is a very big key in helping them transition over easily because when we came here, um, especially because we didn't, I think it was more so important to me because we didn't attend a DODA school um, that I kind of conveyed like what my child's life was. Like, I need you to know, like my child, you know, is a military kid and I don't like say that as in privileges, but to let you know that there's going to be days when her dad leaves and she's literally shut down. Like, and I will, and I will have to relay that to you. And I, I keep in, I don't want to say like a helicopter parent or anything like that, but I, I, um, keep my teachers very updated and kind of what's going on with my children and their life just so they kind of know um when she first started um second grade and um my husband deployed shortly after um I made sure to inform her teacher leading up to it like hey I need you to know my husband's going to be leaving um hey you know my husband's going to be leaving she's going to be absent like the she's going to be up early she might not make it to school like all of these things you know she's going to be up late this time I really relayed that to her teacher and her teacher was so good about it now her she has a new school teacher currently um throughout the second semester but the I was lucky enough that her first teacher was a military spouse so she had the whole class write my husband um like a thank you card and Mm. um like she sent a little handwritten note and they all signed it and everything else and it was it really helped my daughter to kind of be like okay this is gonna be okay like it's gonna like I'm gonna get through this with my school like it's gonna help me my friends are there my teacher's there you know like they care about what I'm going through versus like I'm kind of like hurting inside doing this by myself yeah yeah and so you know that's when her teacher allowed her to put her you know picture on her desk and you know nobody messes with it and um they all ask and even the second teacher has carried it on you know and I inform her of the same things like just kind of telling them that you know they're facing a little bit of different challenges than most kids you know they're not going to be like hey my dad's gonna leave for six weeks and then he's gonna be home for two weeks and then he's gonna leave for another eight He's going to deploy for nine months. You know, that's a lot on a child transitioning to a new school and all of that. So just kind of keeping, and I really hope you get a good teacher, but just kind of making it known like, Hey, this is what my child's going through. Like, this is what my, you know, they did in their last school kind of where she was. Cause a lot of the times I feel like you just go to a new school. You're like, okay, meet the teacher. And that's it. At least that's what like they left for me. Right. When I enrolled her and stuff, they were like, okay, meet the teacher and great. Have a first day. You know, it's going to be great. And I was like, um, I need a little more time. <laughs> I need a little longer conversation. Um, right. So I think just like, you know, not like, oh, woe is me, pity is me type thing. So don't at me for that. But just kind of keeping <laughs> her informed, like, you know, oh, my daughter's, you know, her dad is deploying. So can you give her grace? You know, I, yeah. I'm expecting her to fail this test. Her dad just left, like, you know, give her grace for me. Or even if not, like, I'm not. I, I'm not upset if she feels his feeling just the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think especially when you're going to like a public school and stuff like that, because it's usually, you know, if you're not right there, the military installation, it's kind of onesies or twosies. And so a lot of people don't really understand the challenges that the kids go through or how it affects them. So sometimes you just have to be the voice for them and just say, Hey, look, we're having an off day. Mom or dad just left. And, mm-hmm. you know, She's not, if, and that doesn't, it could be a behavioral thing. It could be um, an academic thing. You just, you have to advocate for your kid. That's one thing I've learned over the years with having my son in preschool and my daughter with, um, 
you know, some academic challenges. Like I just, you have to advocate for them. And if that means, you know, speaking up and saying, Hey, like mom or dad is deploying and, you know, cut her some slack this week if she has a pissy attitude or if she's fighting with her friends or, you know, crying at the lunch table. There have been times that my kindergartner cries at school. and I'm just like, stop doing that. Like, stop (laughs) crying. He's your dad is fine. Like, I know you miss him, but you got to stop doing that. And, you know, and, and reminding your kids, like if, if they have those services where they can go see the military counselor, remind them like, Hey, listen, if you don't want to talk to mom about it, ask your teacher, if you can go see your counselor, like go talk to somebody about it because there's nothing wrong with talking to anybody about it. And sometimes they're just way more comfortable talking to, um, those counselors and, and they're really good at just getting it out of them. So if your school offers that type of like a military counselor for the kids, I would make sure you go about finding out how to sign your kid up for it and then always telling your kid like, hey, I can see you're feeling like you're a little off today. Do you need to talk to Miss or Mr. So-and-so about dad leaving or about mom leaving and just making sure that you always open that up? Because uh, one thing I've seen on our TikTok a lot is sometimes we'll get adult military kids um usually we get a lot of really good feedback from them but sometimes we get some negative feedback where they're just like yeah you know this really messed me up like my dad constantly leaving and stuff like that and it makes you wonder like because I know growing up when I was in school I was in the military kid my whole entire school age but um the only time I forgot to see like a counselor like it was a, if it was like a behavioral thing or if they were like worried yeah. about you or something as long as we're advocating to our children like hey if you're feeling sad go ask to talk to your counselor sacrifice recess or you go and eat lunch with them or something like that you don't sit at the lunch table with your friends like your feelings matter and how your feeling matters so if you don't want to talk to mom about it please go talk to your counselor about it because I, I, I don't want my kids to grow up resenting the military and their military like childhood yeah. Um, so I think as long as that you're always being like, it's okay to feel nervous starting a new school. It's okay to feel sad, missing your old friends from your old school. There are times that my kid always talks about like her old or her old friends there, or Mm -hmm. she'll talk about like, oh, so-and-so moved to this post and -and so-and-so moved there. And it's, it's always going to be in a revolving door. Like there's always going to be goodbyes and hellos, like goodbyes and new hellos that these kids have to go through. So I think the, the more, uh, positive, uh, enforcement that you can put on, like talking about your feelings, how are you feeling? Dad left. What are you feeling? You're feeling sad. Okay. Do you want to talk about it? No, not with you. Okay. Well then please talk to your counselor about it because that's a, that's like, this is a free resource. Yeah. You know, we don't have to go through TRICARE to get a, a referral for it and, and, and any, or anything. So, um, if you have that available to you and, or even if you don't know if you do or not reach out to your school and ask, because sometimes like, I didn't even know that they had it. I think my kid went to school one day crying about her missing her dad. And there was like a, a letter in her folder. Like, can we sign her up to talk with the yeah. military counselor? And I was like, yes, please do. Because she won't talk to me. So yeah, Definitely. I feel like if you're um, near a military base in general, they should have that option. Cause like I said, my, schools are like 35 minutes apart from each other so yeah. it's not even the same area um but it's definitely a great resource for them and we know we don't have a lot of insights so like there's not much you can we're say, still learning <laughs> but I feel 
we're just sharing what we have found works best for the seven of ours. Um, you know, they this is their first new school from, you know, their school age, but I feel like a transition is a transition and 90% of the time you're you're more scared for the first one than you are any of the other ones. You're like, well, she did great here and transitioned here, you know, and then you have, you know, if you do attend a public or a DODA, then it's like, oh, well, it's just like your school in North Carolina or it's, oh, it's just like your school in Colorado. And you have that kind of options to kind of help your kid out. Um, But just have the grace, you know, transition is. I'm nervous about this new PCS coming up because, um, it'll be like a middle of the school year PCS. So I'm like, ah, I'm ner- <laughs> like, I'm nervous for that. And then also, uh, if we live on post, my kids will be at three different schools and some like, I know like my daughter gets so aggravated with her younger sister, but there, I know the comfort that comes with having a little sister that goes to school with you. Yeah. And so I'm so, I, I am a nervous wreck. We'll have to like revisit this topic in, in the new year because, um, Hey, we'll I think that. that's like a good, like bonus for us because you're two go to school to, yeah, mine went alone and they've both they've all of them have done yeah. really well. So I would say like, it works. It works for older kids and it works for younger kids and it works for kids with siblings and kids not going with siblings. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't feel like there's, I think, I, I, I honestly think it's a little bit more intimidating for you because you just don't, you just want them to have such a yeah. good time. You yeah. don't want them to feel scared or like nervous, nervous. Yeah, yeah or anything especially knowing your kid I'm nervous to meet people and we run a huge platform like I'm I know still, people I'm like, always are like when I say like I get nervous to talk to people they're like really like don't you run a <laughs> podcast I'm like yeah behind my phone like I, don't have I tell my husband like wish me luck and he's like why do you need luck I was like I'm so scared <laughs> exactly I'm so nervous. and I, I think a lot say. of it is like we kind of like project our feelings onto our kids. So it's like, I know how I always felt the first day of school. Like, and I see it so much in my oldest, but my, um, kindergartner, she's, she's fierce. Like she has her moments of like, where she's just like, I'm not sure, but also she's real easy. It's real easy for her to slap on a brave face and just kind of go and do it versus my oldest. Like the kid would cry. Like, if I put her on the bus, like she was crying to go to school on her birthday because she didn't want to go on her birthday. <laughs> and it, so it's just kind of like how I see a lot of me in her. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I know an eight-year-old me would have like a full, a full-blown panic attack going to a new school in the middle of the year and in a whole new state. And I don't know anybody, you know, and then my yeah. sister's not going to be there with me. So Try not to like overanalyze it. They are so much more resilient than we remember being. And I bet we were just as resilient as they are now when we were kids. Um, I think just when you become a mama, you like have that mama bear inside of you and you know how mean people can be or how like uninviting they can be. So it's like, you just want to like protect your kid. And honestly, I was telling my husband the other day, you know, I know we have a bullying problem regardless, but I feel like people are, our kids are so much more um, inclusive now than they were when we were growing up. So we're kind of all going into this, like, Oh, they can be so mean. They can be so mean when in reality, like if you look at your kid and I know we can't speak for all kids, but I feel like 99% of the time, you know, 
the goodness that's in your child is in the same child sitting next to them. You just have to like kind of put that mama bear back in her in her cage yeah. a little bit and just feel like, okay, you know, she's going to be okay. She can do this. She's brave. She's so much braver than I am. And, you know, give them that, that confidence. That's what they yeah. need. So start, like Felicia said in the beginning, start talking them up, start getting them excited. Not like, Oh man, are you nervous? Like that's probably the worst thing to ask because if they weren't <laughs> nervous, now they are. Like just what? give them the nudge, and then when they away, that's when you can freak out. Typically, that's when Cody and I call each other. Like, oh, I'm oh yeah, sorry. I cry when that bus pulls off. <laughs> like, like, I'm, like, hold it together until they get them. But I, I feel like it's something that changes are always going to come in this lifestyle and especially schools once your kid hits an age every single time you move they're going to a new school they're going to be that new kid and I think if you instill those values of like you're brave like you're strong you can do this there's new friends and you know I don't I don't necessarily say new faces because it's kind of intimidating I say like a new friend you know like yeah this is going to be your new friend you know and it kind of hypes my child up to think like when I think oh, they already faces, like me. Yeah, like I think crowds of people and I get super intimidated. And so when I tell my daughter like friends, my kids all for friends. She's like friends, like I'll take a friend. Yeah. Um, and so just using the tips, we hope that it helps you a little bit. I know we've had a few questions of it and we figured it was the perfect time to kind of talk about it and share our experiences and what we found is wins and losses with our mix of seven um <laughs> so take it with a grain of salt you know if you feel like you need your mama bear out there then you know release the cage do whatever hulk out <laughs> like i don't know but um we're just sharing what works for our seven and we kind of hope it helps you guys so um we're super excited to talk more military kid topics. oh speaking of military kids i read something in my email i get like the post email or a base email whatever they are here <laughs> and did you know that the color purple is um like is used for the military child but the reason they use the color purple is because if you took all of the like the uniform colors from all the branches and mixed them together you would get the color purple yes, i was like I that is that. pretty interesting so um, they actually that. have a day, um, April 15th, I believe it is, is what they call Purple Wear Update. Purple, yeah. And it's actually honored by, like, the DODA, like, bases and different things. Um, and it's set aside specifically for our kids. That's kind of how I came across the, the all the colors made purple. Uh -huh. um, but I thought it was pretty cool because everybody's like, oh, Military Child Month, Military Child Month. But April 15th specifically is, like, a worldwide movement almost. Um just to wear purple. So we oh, hope to see your cool. purple on April 15th. Yeah. We, I got purple somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if you're at Fort Carson and you don't follow our Facebook page, if you did not know, we are going to host a like lunchtime play oh, date wow. on the 23rd. Um, and Talk about intimidating some, right now. <laughs> we have some um, spots, I think, still available. But if you would like to come meet some new friends, have a play date with your kids, check out that event on our Facebook page and shoot us an RSVP. There's a comment section so we can kind of get a head count. But um, it will be like our first official kind of like meetup sort of thing. Um, we're both really nervous about it. So like we said, you know, we're really awkward human beings, but we're doing this one for the kiddos. So if you see us holding hands in the corner, <laughs> <laughs> breathing into paper bags, like we're totally normal. We're totally fine. Exactly. Um, but no, we just wanted to do something really fun. Um, 
like to celebrate our kids and then we were like you know what let's invite others we're always talking about making new friends we know how intimidating it can be so even if you don't do it for yourself bring your kiddos out um i know there's a lot of youngsters that don't get um, as much socialization as our older kids get Mm -hmm. um so if you are looking for um normal fun friends hopefully that's what we're sourcing here um come and see us on the 23rd um there's more information on our facebook post and then just keep listening to us through the month of april for more military kid content um and like always if you see something that we post and you enjoy it please share it with another Mm -hmm. uh, military spouse or military family well that was our confession for this week Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.